What's going on listeners, it's your boy Herc in the building once again And we're here with another episode of the Come On Man Podcast Episode 2, Season 2 Yeah, we're here, we're here, we made another season So Season 2 is here And I got a special guest, my boy, my ace boom coon From a brother from another mother I've been knowing him since, what, middle school? Or we met in high school? I would say high school. Okay, yeah. we're we gonna call it high school, but this is this is my homie, my day one. Um, this boy is very accountable. He's loyal and he's super super compassionate. Whatever he do and touch, my boy Drew Drewski. How you doing, my boy? Hey, I'm doing well, man. And thanks for having me on. It's yeah. good to see you. No problem, no problem, man. Um, I'm glad you on the episode. I'm blessed and highly favored that you're here and. Get to do your own episode and stuff, so this is pretty cool. Um, like I said, I like to start off with a, a banger question for all the guests, and we're just gonna get into it. And your banger question is, what What's the most? Uh, I messed that up. What's the most useless advice you ever got? Ooh, okay. Um. Useless advice. Yeah, something that was like trash, and you're like, I'm not using that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you I was going to get you to yeah, take. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, my issue is I always, you know, when I ask for advice, like mm-hmm. I take to heart what people tell me. Right. Um, but and, what the- and even if it doesn't match up with. You know, there's always perspective out there to gain. Yeah, you probably you probably took like like a little bit of that advice and then threw, threw away the rest. But you know, what's like the the worst one you ever oh, got? Man. That's like super super was trash. You were like, motherfucker, that's trash. Like, why would I, I'm not gonna take that advice? And you know, and you go about your business and stuff. Ooh, it's good. You take your time. <laughs> I, I mean, I want to give an honest answer, but this is something podcast worthy here. <laughs> no, no, it's all real and uncut, man. So um, I'll start it off. I think. Yeah. I mean, I see the warm me up. <laughs> <laughs> I think the the most useless advice that I got. What, what the most useless useless advice I got was basically saying that uh, if you want to do great things you gotta be great things or some shit like that i don't know i have to i I just got this question off the off the dome but i don't know i I just got like i don't know that's a damn that's a hard question that is a hard question (laughs) yeah um well you think back on like your whole life and i'm like well some useless advice i got was you know at one point stay at a job and i'm like that job sucked. <laughs> that was bad advice. Right, um, right. But I want to get something, you know, deeper. Nah, it's all it's all good. Um I don't yeah, I don't have no well, I do have useless advice, but I, I just don't I can't remember it cuz I just I just said that shit was trash. Mhm. And um I think I don't know uh I don't know. Yeah, we're going to have to move on now. We're going to yeah, come back. We're yeah, going we'll to keep it rolling. Keep yeah. it rolling, keep it rolling. So, well, I'll give you another one. Um, what um, What's your definition of success? Ooh, I, I think you define what success means to you. Mm. Um, and I, I don't think you should allow someone to tell you whether you're successful or not. Because, I mean, I guess in my definition, it would be 
you know, you know, when you exert yourself, you know, when you give everything that you had. Mm -hmm. So success is when you have a tangible goal and you crush it. Okay. And then do you feel like, do you feel like people have, do you feel like people are confused of the, that, uh, the definition of success? Absolutely. I, I think a lot of people misconstrue it because mm-hmm. we compare ourselves to other people. No, that's, yeah, that's I every mean, day. That's social media one-on-one. That's, that's every day. Yeah. And then that, that's kind of harder for the other person, man or female, and they're comparing their sales with other people and they just be like, oh man, I wish I had that life. Oh, I wish I had that type of money. Oh, I wish I was that strong. And, but all they're doing is killing themselves and just fucking up their ego, fucking up their confidence, fucking up their self-esteem. And it's just like, all they're doing is slowly, slowly killing themselves inside. And it kind of jacks them up and it, it makes them, don't believe in themselves because it's like I gotta be this person here, and but like what about you? You gotta be yourself because you 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 still have your own life to live, you know. Oh yeah, like I don't know. Looking at you, like maybe success to you is hitting six hundred <laughs> on the on the squat. Yeah, I I'm never gonna touch that. <laughs> like, but success to me is. If I wake up in the morning mm-hmm. and I told myself like, hey, I'm gonna get back to my workout routine. And I look at the end of the calendar, and I made it to the gym five times. Mm. That's a success. Yeah, that's your personal success right there. You know, you know, you know. I think they take success as, oh, you got to make six figures. You have a banging ass house. You got to drop a fucking Ferrari. You got to do this. You got to have like all the women line up at your house. You know, and you're like, no, man, that's 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 unrealistic in a way. And a lot of people are not going to get to that life, you know. That's when, that's when you come in, you say, you got to, the definition of success is, is based on how you look at success for yourself. And then that's just how you go by it. And then, you know, if you like this, if you like where you're at successful-wise, you know, you have your own small business or you're an entrepreneur doing what you love, podcasting, YouTube, uh, being a cook, being a carpenter or whatever, whatever successful business you like, and it's a small business, eventually it's going to be, it's going to get bigger. But if that makes you happy, then that, you know, and you love what you do, then that, I think that's the true definition of of success in anybody who, who looks at, who looks at it, who looks at it that way. (laughs) I'm trying to get my words together and stuff, but yeah, that's, that's, that's how, that's just how it goes when it comes to success. Um, yeah, you can't, you, you, and it's, it's not like it's easy, you know, I mean, I mean, we're bombarded with, hey, you need to, uh, oh, if you're, if you're making only like 50,000 of your job, this is what you need to do, like you need to, you know, you look at uh, diversifying your revenue streams, you need to, you know, increase your wealth, you need to start investing, um, or, you know, Hey, like, yo, you weigh this much, you need to get in the gym and like, you should be benching this X amount, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, it's always a competition out there in the wild, (laughs) but all the time you need to really evaluate yourself, which probably the hardest part is like taking a deep look at yourself and then setting tangible goals of like, what's important to you? 
Yeah, that's true. That is true, man. And uh, shit. Yeah, that just yeah. It, I think, like you said, the, the, those goals and everything. It just kind of it's it's going to be hard. It's going to be challenging, and it is. And you got to find what motiv- not motivates you. What gives you discipline and motivates you to push forward on what you want to do in your life. That's going to make you happy. And I think a lot of people have challenges to get that going or get that started or see what they actually like to do. And, I, you know, I heard a bunch of people on, on other episodes talking about um, they want to, you know, you got to in life, you got to go out and experiment and see what, what works, what doesn't work and and play around a little bit till something clicks and something like, you know, something that sticks with you and you're like, damn, I like doing that. Let me do that again. And then you're like, damn, I like that even more. And then you keep doing it and it becomes a consistent habit and then it becomes your hobby that you like to do on a daily basis. And it makes you happy no matter what's going on. But I think that's the challenging part is finding what they want to do, finding what they love to do, and then getting it started. But like you say, we have the world and we have social media say, fuck you. You can't do that shit. You suck your ass. Sit your ass down and work at McDonald's or work at Waterburger or fucking uh, Walmart because you're not going to get that life. And that's and then I think it all starts with the mind, your mindset. Whatever your mindset is at and where it, where it's set up to be, and if your mindset is strong, then I think you can over override all those things that the negative the uh, the negativities of the world and stuff. And uh, I feel like if you do, you can do that, and you can override that. Then you can damn near do anything you want to do, positive wise or hobby wise or goal goal oriented wise or just passion wise that you love to do. Absolutely. And you get you need to be wary of it, too, because as you were saying, like the world out there is going to say you're not doing enough or, you, you know, that's that's not what you need to be doing. Like as soon as you said that, you know, I'm thinking about my own job and like I, I work in sales. Mm-hmm. Well, you you a beast at sales, though. You was you was cracking whips when it came to that fundraiser at, at North Shore. You was like the the fundraiser king, man, <laughs> for real. I was, I was jelly like a man. I was like, damn, how the fuck is he selling these motherfuckers? <laughs> I, but hey, but you're that, hey, that's dedication. that's your that's yeah dedication. That's your that's your damn niche. That's well, that's your gift, not your niche. But that that's your gift. That what you you know what you do. You know you can convince a person like, hey man, I think you need this product and blah blah blah. I don't know what you'd be saying to them. And then at the end, they're like, man, let me get like five of them hoes. I'm like, damn. And I can't even get one to like buy a coupon or some shit. But I don't know what you do, but you're a beast at it when it comes to sales because you can damn near sell anything to anybody. And you like uh, uh, the, 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 uh, DiCaprio. What's that boy's name? Oh, yeah. I'm the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, though. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's pretty dope, but no, go go. What you were saying, my bad. I'm sorry. Uh, nah, you're good, man. Um, so since October, mm-hmm. I've crushed my quota every month. Damn. But I work under a manager mm-hmm. who tells me every day, well, every week because we have weekly trainings. I'm not good enough to be working there. Oh shit! But like even right now. I'm number three in the company in revenue, Damn. but I'm not working hard enough. So 
you know, you got to be wary of like what's out there. Even even your boss will tell you you're not doing enough. You're not a success. Even if you, you're killing it and getting your quotas every month, you still you still not doing enough. And and that can that can mess with your mind. True, and true. It can make things really complicated. And so I had to take a step back, you know, and and you know, my girl helped me like just opening up about that, like helped me realize like you know, hey, like you're 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 doing pretty good <laughs> yeah so um maybe don't be so hard on yourself yeah no, i think it. that's something that men that's something that men do all the time at least men i know is like i mean we we are the hardest on ourselves because mm-hmm. we like you say we got a expectation to uphold because we're men and then we gotta take care of the family take care of our bills go to work bust our ass Get get set up the life that everybody needs, and then, and then that's it. And then protect your family, and then you die, and then that's it. And they 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 think that's what not come last. Yeah, yeah, not come last. <laughs> and so it feels like it feels like a repetition type of thing, and it feels like a competition because you gotta work your ass off to be better than the next man, and all this other stuff. And it's like, nah, man, that's that's a stressful life. But at the same time, everything looks good. You got the you got the big house. You got the family. You got your three kids. Um, you got everything you want in life. You got the money. You 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 set. But you when you look deeper into the man's physical inside his uh, physical body, he's going through hell. He's going through a lot of shit. He he's like depressed. He's thinking about serial. Uh, uh, Serial <laughs> suicidal thoughts. He's he's thinking about a lot of shit, but he has to hold all that shit in and hold himself together because he has a he has a he has an image he has to uphold, and it's a lot of shit, and it's kind of stressful for a lot of men because they can't really open up like we do and have that outlet and be like, "Hey, I'm fucked up. I'm depressed. I'm going through a lot of shit. I want to talk about it, and then all I need you is to." Sit here and listen to me. That's all I need you to do. And let me just get this off my chest. But a lot of men don't have that. They they got, you know, men right now just like having all all the riches in the world, but they they going through a lot of shit. But they don't they don't have no yeah. place to reach out and talk to somebody or whatever. They have a few few people that has that, but some of them don't really have that and then they got a a whole lot of you know build all that shit in and just hold it up. And then eventually it just overwhelms them. And then they do some, they do some, they do some crazy shit, you know, you know, do suicide shit or go off the rails or do some un, uh, uncharacteristic, you know, shit that that's, that's out of their character. And it's, it's, it fucks, it fucks people up. It's like, Oh, I never thought he would be like that. Oh my Mm -hmm. God, what happened? And you know, they, now they're trying to figure, now they're trying to figure out like what happened. How did it get to this point? But never nobody took the time to like check on him or talk to him or like, hey man, how are you doing? You all right? You good? Boo. But they don't. They they didn't do that. They was like, oh, give me, give me, give me. Hey, do this, do that, do this. Oh, can you do this? Can you do that? And like, we have a shit ton of chores that we have to do, but we never had a time to take a break because they, you know, taking a break for a man is uh, not real, uh, not realistic. Or is is it doesn't exist in a way? So, not based on the expectations, no. No, not at all, not at all. So, yeah. But so. yeah, that, I mean, that's why 
I mean, I kept a close circle of friends for that very reason. I mean, people that were my peers that I grew up with who know, like, that I feel like I can open up to and talk about things. Oh, yeah. I think so, I think we did that. We do that all. I think we did that all the time. Uh, yeah. And when we, yeah. we met up, we would just open up and talk about random shit that happened at school, or once we went to college, what happened in college. Now we got careers. What? Excuse me. What you know? What happened at our jobs and shit like that. And then we got like our spouses, like our girls, or our wives and shit like that. And we can talk to them on, on at a at a, a limited basis. Because we can't tell them everything because that's just going to freak them out and they're going to spaz the fuck out. And, oh, what happened? Why you, you know, you're like, nah, this, this is what's going on. You kind of give them the blueprint. Like, hey, this is what's going on. This is what happened. And uh, this that's it. And uh, you, you should be good. But, um, but yeah, man, that's it. That's it. But we, we just have to, we just got to find a way to um, bring it back to, you know, I don't what I was about to say. I fucked that up. <laughs> well, I was going to say, based on that, like, I probably share a little too much with my partner, but she's my partner for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, we're together because I saw somebody that I could be vulnerable with. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, even in the back of my head, it's like, oh man, you got to man up. You can't be sharing this with your, with your girlfriend. Like, mm-hmm. this is, it's not something a woman needs to hear, but no. don't be afraid to to open up. You know, you'd be surprised sometimes. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, there's times where I feel I felt way less than and I had that fear where it's like, this is gonna make complications even worse. Mm-hmm. But someone who really listens to you, that cares about your success, right. like a true partner should. They're not gonna. They're not gonna let you air out your stuff, process it with you, make sure that you have the tools equipped to get better. Yeah, that's it. That's it, man. A good shit, man. We started off kind of rocky, but we we bounced back. We bounced back. So let's get into <clears throat> let's get into the topics. Do you think gender roles still have a place in today's society? Let's expand on that. Yeah. So. And 2024, fucking point to me where you can find a single income household. Nah. I'd like to. I'd like you to just please show me. Um, it is a thing of the past. Yeah, it is. And so that has changed the whole dynamic. Mm-hmm. Like you need a partner. It's got to be dual income. It does. It does. You're not gonna survive in today's world without it. Yeah, if you if well, as long as you like a doctor, well, I don't think the doctors can they survive on their own if they have like a single income. I mean, barely. I'm yeah. like, I feel like, I mean, what was equivalent when we were growing up? You know, we thought like, man, making sixty, seventy thousand, like that's good money. <laughs> that's real good money. Yeah, that's we, what I always wanted to make. Yeah, and then we get there, and it's like, man, this is bullshit money. Well, like, th- that was when I was 18, you know? Even yeah. then, I thought that was good money. Yeah. I mean, that's back in 2009. Right. So, like, 15 years later, that money is now 120000 Damn. If you thought you were making it, you were living good, 60000 70000 you need $120,000 in today's money. In today's money just to live good? To, 
for that same lifestyle that we wish we had when we were younger. God damn. I didn't I didn't know that. So yeah. Yeah. I didn't, it, I, didn't, it, I didn't know that at all. That's crazy. It's uh it's it's huge, you know? Like uh, I was perfectly fine. I wanted to be middle class. I I was not out there aspiring to be a millionaire. I wanted enough to have a family and Maybe go on some vacations, do right. some cool shit. <laughs> like that's what I wanted, right? Um, and you know, I, I like I was grateful that like my parents, you know, we had a middle class middle class life. But I mean, that's really what it takes now. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a two house uh, income household. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And I, 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 yeah, I don't, I had never seen nobody single and you know making it and living their best life because. It does. It does take two people to make it happen. I mean, when I was single, I had roommates. I couldn't live by myself. Hell. I couldn't afford that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you definitely, definitely do need to. You do need two people to make whatever goal or dream happen. You know, with your spouse, because. So yeah, it's it's changed the whole game. Yeah, you know, you got to sit down, work it out, work out the plan. I was telling that to Josh and Hector, and they was talking. I was telling them about you know fifty fifty, uh, fifty fifty household is is pretty good because it makes your life a little bit easier, and you can still have your your separate income, your separate account, and she can have her separate account. But y'all have like a little joint account, or what y'all what y'all plan y'all gonna do to keep the household uh, needs up. And stuff like that. Cause then y'all y'all can come up with a game plan because y'all working as a team and things like that. That's what I was telling them. But Josh was like, "Oh no, you got to do this. No, um, I want to take care of all the bills and stuff like that." Like, nah, that's that's stressful as hell because you got to take care of your bills and her bills, and she gonna dump all her shit on you. Now you gonna be stressed out. You ain't gonna have no money because you spend all your money on her stuff and your stuff and everybody's stuff, and you just. Stressing your hell out, and you always broke because you don't got no money because you just throwing all your money at the bills and shit. And it, it was just a crazy. It was a good. It was a good uh, conversation, but it was like a crazy, crazy conversation. How we how we broke it down and stuff. But it is what it is. I love them boys. <laughs> I love Josh, but in in our capitalist society, you can't just be spending money without expectations. And that's not something I want in a partner. That's why I think it needs to be like 50-50. Yeah, and you got to have a partner that have, that have like great understanding of what you're trying to do or what y'all are trying to do together as a couple or as a married couple and stuff like that. But I think just a lot of people in general don't have that basic understanding. They just think, oh, what, what we got to do this? We got a plan? Or like, Why are you not making this money now? It's like I'm working to make that money, but we need to work together you gonna have to pay some bills. I'm gonna have to pay some bills, but we can still stack up and save, and get to where we need to get to. But they don't. They don't see the vision. They want to see the. They want to see the vision now, but they can't see it when you know we're in, we don't have no monies in our pocket, mm-hmm. and we're like barely making it. And then that that's when people are like, oh, I, I fuck this. I'm leaving because you're you're broke, and I don't see your. I don't see what the hell you're talking about. The vision and shit like that, and. They 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 bail out, but you stay you stay in and you stay in the fight. And then you find another partner that believes in you, that believes in the vision, that believes in the relationship, and that's willing to that's willing and able to work through the relationship, work through the marriage, through 
thick and thin, no matter what's going on. And you have a partner like that, man. Y'all can break through fucking walls. Y'all can, oh, y'all, yeah. y'all can knock out a lot of shit. And then that 50, 50, uh, split, it, it, it becomes easier because y'all can do a lot of shit because it's easy on you, it's easy on her, and it's easy on the household because y'all, y'all talk about it and y'all, y'all plan it and then y'all execute the plan. Well, you become both invested in a successful outcome. Yeah. It's not just one way. It's not just one voice saying, like, I got the money. This is what we doing. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, no, that's true. And so you need that balance. Like, yeah. that's why... You know, like just hearing, I don't know. I, I think like people that still strive to be the breadwinner, the sole breadwinner in a family, mm-hmm. I, I think that they have this expectation where it's like, oh, this woman wants me to be the sole breadwinner. Like that is her desire. So I want to fulfill that desire. Maybe I'm going too deep in it, but like, I, I don't know. That's the only way I can put that perspective mm-hmm. and rationalize it. It's like, I feel like there is some kind of insecurity there. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, if as long as you split everything and you have a true partner, like you make decisions together, you got to work as a team. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, it's like it's just one direction. I don't know. It just. It's very confusing. It, it, yeah. It, it, Gives me weird vibes. Yeah, no, it's all good. It, yeah, it's it's okay to have weird vibes about certain things, but it is what it is. But the the two income household is where 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 is that? That that's 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 the that's the trend right there. But a lot of people don't think about. Like a lot of people not believe in that trend because they're like two person income household. Hell no, no, he got to be the breadwinner or she got to be the breadwinner. But that just caused a lot of complications and headache at the uh, at the end of it. Yeah. Later, later in the future, because you know y'all get to a point y'all gonna be fighting and shit, and then man, fuck you, then you can get the fuck out of my house and blah blah blah. Because I'm the breadwinner, I pay all the bills. You get the fuck out. You know how it goes. And same vice versa with women. Oh, you fuck. I'm taking the kids in the house and blah blah blah. You ain't got shit. But you haven't been working, or she haven't been working. Now you you. Down on your look because you haven't you haven't made no uh, you haven't built your resume because you just was kicked back chilling because yeah. you, you was like oh I'm good you know I just gotta make her happy do this I'll make him happy do this and you know it it, it does come and it, it, uh, where you have issues and problems and arguments and shit like that and one person gets pissed off and then it it sets the bridge on fire and then now you're fucked and shit like that so it. Working as a team, it you still have your complications, you still have your issues, you still have your problems and arguments and stuff like that, but you can talk about it, you know, discuss it, debate it, and then come come up with a solution how we can fix it and then and then once y'all fix it, then y'all move on, y'all kiss and make up and then y'all keep moving forward through life and keep you know, focusing on the goal because Eventually, you know, all journeys and all roads have bumps on the road, and you gonna have bumps. You gonna have a lot of bumps and holes and fucking potholes and shit like that. Y'all gonna hit. So that's just a part of the journey that we all go through if we're really trying to get to where we're trying to get to, and we're trying to do it together as a team and relationship or marriage. You you definitely have to 
believe in one another, if that makes sense. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, man, this is this is good. How you feeling? You feeling good? I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's get on to the next one. Um what what makes a good partner? Um, someone that you can just confide in. Like, Conf- I don't know. Confine, what do you mean? Um, so when I met Laura, my partner, mm-hmm. uh, we've been together for, oh, now I'm going to get in trouble, um, since uh, the pandemic, so 2020. <laughs> okay. So it's been, um, I guess, uh, it's going to be four years in October. Oh, shit. Congratulations. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Um, but I remember on our first date, like just the vet and but i mean it wasn't awkward it wasn't like hey these are my requirements no but it was it was uh, some real questions mm-hmm. it's like hey i've i've done the hookups i've done the you know the one night stands the situation chips i've mm-hmm. been through that it's like i'm looking for a partner now like, I'm, I'm looking for something real yeah yeah like, what are your long-term goals you know essentially like oh, like what are you looking for this is what i'm looking for mm-hmm. you know and uh we made it work <laughs> yeah yeah now y'all here so it's that's good man um, uh yeah so do you, do you have any other things that makes a, a good partner like for like say if you like what well, do you have any advice that to, to help the next man that that they can think about that that um uh, Basically, do you have any advice to give the next man to like what uh, what things to look for or what things to uh, expect? Nah, I don't know what to expect. I know what you're saying. Like what to look for that may signify a good partner. Yeah, but yeah, there you go. There you go. So, uh, somebody that is funny. That's important to me. Okay. Because I like to have fun. Right. <laughs> you like to laugh, too. And, and I do like to laugh. <laughs> so it's something that was important for me. And it may not be important for someone else, but you have to evaluate yourself. So that's step one is like, what is important to you? Mm-hmm. And what was important to me was finding somebody who had a good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, finding somebody that was educated. True. Finding somebody that cared about social issues. Mm-hmm. Um, finding somebody that... You know, that I could relate to, like, I like watching, you know, YouTube videos. Found out Laura likes watching, like, you know, she she had her own set of followers. We shared, you know, mm-hmm. now, now we just watch each other's videos, and then, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that but, is pretty uh, dope. But, uh, you know, finding the common ground there. Mm-hmm. But it, it was important for me to find somebody, and at the, at the whole of it was, I wanted somebody to age with somebody that I could grow with somebody I knew that would hold me accountable, someone who would be honest with me, mm-hmm. somebody that would, somebody I could trust if I'm having any issues, help lift me up. Right. Somebody that, uh, yeah, just really could deal with, you know, if I was completely just Broken down. Mm-hmm. I mean, what if I lost my job? Somebody that wouldn't just start looking for a reason now that the money's dried up to find a way out. Like, right. I, I'm. I wanted to find somebody 
that like accepted me who, for who I am, who I, who I am today, mm-hmm. who I can grow to become. And I think I found that. That's good, man. I'm not sure. I'm proud of you that you found somebody like that. And I know we had our, we had our difficulties back in the past trying to find the right person. And then they was fucking trash or we had a, a trouble drama relationships or whatever, how you ever want to call it. And yeah, we, we had to, basically just that trial and error until we find that right person. And we like, Oh damn, you know, I see a future with her and oh, I see a future with him and blah, blah, blah. And you just make things happen. And then y'all work through, y'all work through it. Y'all go through the relationship and y'all just do a lot of good shit. And then eventually y'all get married and y'all do y'all thing. And that. I think that's just the that's just the best that's just the best traits of you know finding a good partner. My my, I think my traits of finding a, a what I, what makes a good partner for me is like you know the smarts, you know funny, um, understanding. That's a big thing for me. I want a woman to be super super understanding about a lot of stuff because we go through our trials and errors too as men. You know sometimes we. We, we don't follow through, you know, something happens income wise or we don't we can't pay the bill or something tragic happened in our life. And we're we have a setback and you be like, hey, babe, uh, I can't I can't do it this month because I don't have no money and shit like that. And, and then she come through. Oh, it's OK. I, I got you. boo. You know, I'm here's some money to hold you over to the month and until you bounce, you know, get back on your feet. You know, and that that's I think that's a good trait of a, a good partner or a good woman in any way and uh but yeah just a big understanding funny smart um loving caring just a lot of a lot of good shit that you're looking for you don't need a lot you know you don't need a lot you just need something simple because us men we're super super simple but well, i'm super simple it's my my two i think and all together my two biggest things is understanding and just being there for me. That's it. And and if you can do those things and you make you make me you reach my needs and stuff, you know, uh you understanding that shit happens, shit comes up, problems happen, and you won't like bash me for oh not keeping my shit together and shit like that, cause shit happens and you have an understanding like, oh, I got you. Don't don't worry, don't stress out about that. We're gonna get back we're gonna get we're gonna get you back on your feet. We're gonna be all right. That's that's some good uh, wisdom. That's some good uh, hearing. Not good hearing, but that's some good. That's a good thing to hear from a woman to say, like, hey, we're going to be all right. You know, because a lot of women are going to say that because some women, they freak out and they be like, oh, he broke now. Oh, now, hell no, I got to, you know, like you said, I got to bail out. And You know, but if you got a woman that stays with you, even though the ship is sinking, even even though the the, the, the Titanic is seeking, seek. I can't sing. <laughs> that Titanic be singing, boy. <laughs> Even though that Titanic be sinking, and she she's on she's by your side no matter what, and just just trying to find a way to keep the boat afloat. That that's a that's a good woman. That's a good definition of a good partner. That even though the boat is sinking, it's going through hell. It's about to blow the fuck up. You look on your side and your woman's right there like, hey, we're going to be all right. Let's get this shit together. Let's get these engines back to running. Let's clean. Let's clean this ship. Let's get these people saved. And you like, and you take a moment, you're like, oh, shit. She, she's down to earth. She's like, she about, 
She about business. She about to get her hands dirty. And I think, I don't know, something about a woman that get her hands dirty and, and, and it's about her business is something attractive and super dope to me in a way. So, but understanding and being there for me, that, that's my two biggest traits when it, becomes, when it comes to having a good partner on my part. <laughs> hey, I hear you there, man. Like, uh, like another thing, you know, you got my mind thinking. Um, like, I like playing video games. Mm-hmm. Well, I found me a partner that likes playing video games. Hell like, yeah, uh, you know that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, so uh, things like that, you know, and you may think that they're small, but like, I think the point I'm really trying to get at here is like. It's it's somebody that like outside the bedroom, I'm happy to be around this person. Damn, <laughs> and that's what you need to find. Yeah, you happy I, to be, be you happy to be. I in think it. that a lot of men are just like I'm sexually attracted to this woman. I can't stand her, <laughs> but I'm gonna be with her, right? Because it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's good in the bedroom. Hey. It's all good. It's all good. You need more than that. No, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need you you do need more than. Uh, you do need more beyond pussy, for sure. Because I think that's, in a way, when it, when you bring a lot, I feel like when you imagine it, imagine yourself in an interrogation room, and you got a table between you and your your spouse or your girl, or whatever, and you put all the shit on, you put all the shit on the table, like, hey, this is what I got, this is what I got to bring to the table. What you got? And then if you don't have that right partner, they be like, well, I got this pussy. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they'll be like, "No, nah, what else you got? What else you got? Well, I got this this pussy." And I'm like, "And you like, nah, that's not gonna work." Cause she's good with my mom. <laughs> she gets along with my family. Right? I, mean, I can't stand her, but <laughs> no. Nah, but it's like, no, nah, it, like you said, it's, it's beyond the the. It's beyond what's between their legs and stuff like that. You're like, what's your, how's your how's your mental is? How's your personality? How you are as a person and shit like that. You know, we're looking for more than just what's between your legs. And a lot of people, a lot of women or a lot of people don't like that in, in general because they like, oh, I got this and that and blah, blah, blah. But looks, looks fade away. Your, mm-hmm. your, your vajayjay fades away. You, you get old and short and you get wrinkly and then nobody wants you once you get like 80 and you're like, ugh, like you used to be like that, but not no more. So now when you get to a, get to 40 or 60 you gotta you gotta have some expectations he's like hey are you married now do you have kids but most of them don't they're not in that position they're still single with shit ton of kids or a man that have a shit ton of kids but still sleeping around women but mm-hmm. they don't they're not really stable they're not really secluded or they're not really stable with that one spouse because they don't believe in loyalty in a way and it's hard for them to be loyal to one person because that's like that shit's hard. Because well, got- it's because like at the <clears throat> at the get go, you didn't have that friendship with that person. Like if you're thinking about sleeping around, then it never was about like I like being around this person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, maybe I'm reading too much into it, no. but like there is no. something to that where it's like. If you if you feel the need to cheat on your significant other, then they're not fulfilling. It's not just like the sex that they're not fulfilling, right? 
There's something more there. There's there's something more, but Cause, you because know, you wouldn't. I mean, you want to hurt your, you want to betray your friends. You want to, you want to like, like, especially, you know, you're like one of my brothers. Like, I, I mean, that, that wouldn't happen. Why, why would I, why would I do something like that to, to, to Laura? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that, that does make sense. Cause it just betraying your, your significant other or betraying your partner. It just. It, it don't make sense and it, you know it gets to a point like why why are you in a relationship if you're gonna do all that you should have just stayed single and just be a be a fucking uh dot or a whore or a hoe if you want to but i feel like that's just a stressful life because you're just messing around with a lot of people then you well, miss a fun life though <laughs> it is no it, it was a, yeah it was a fun life and stuff like that but it gets too risky at the end because oh, uh, a lot of people not take care of themselves. Then you get mixed up with the wrong person and you catch an STD or AIDS and shit. Now you're yeah. fucked. And you're like, damn, I should just just slow my ass down and just stuck with that one person and, you know, learn my spouse and build with my spouse and then, you know, have a long-term relationship with my spouse. Instead, I'm in these streets Dicking around or, or, or pushing around and doing my thing, and now I'm, I, I got I got AIDS and I gotta go do treatment and shit like that because I want to be fast in these streets. And I, well, I, I think uh, my bad. I think when it gets uh, well, I think when it gets old, when we get older, we we have to we have to slow the hell down and actually look at our uh, prior. We gotta check our priorities and make sure our priorities are straight. And most of our priorities. Not 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 talking between just me and you, but just in in the world, it's jacked up, and we our priorities is all over the fucking place. And you know they got a few, they got their priorities straight, and they they on the right track. But most they they're not on the right track when you look at it. And it's like, damn. But what what you was about to say? Oh, not nothing. It was just like, uh, you know, when I was single. I didn't grow as a person. I had the same game. It was just a different person, mm-hmm. you know? But, like, no, I had it down-packed, you know? It's just go out there, do the same things, end up with a different results, you know? Mm-hmm. But it, 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 got, it got fleeting so quick for me, man. That was the thing for me. Is right. that that's why I always wanted a partner, mm-hmm. because... I was not growing as a person. I stayed the same. I wanted to find somebody that would push back, that mm. would challenge me. And that was going to make you grow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. And you you, you found the right partner. Because you changed a lot. When when I met you in high school, you you know, you did your thing and you went through your trials and now you found Laura and now you, you on top of the world. Now you're doing your thing and you... You, you came a long way. I, 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 yeah, I appreciate that. Man. You did, you did come a long way, man, and you, and you, you changed, too, brother. Yeah, appreciate it. You changed, man. You definitely changed, and it's pretty dope. And um, yeah, so we just we're gonna move on from the who makes a good partner and stuff. Um, I think the last one is how do you remain disciplined. Is that just in general or that just the one specific thing or what? Well, I mean, this is a Come On Man podcast. So I, I think that is, to me, discipline 
is one of the biggest traits of if you're going to talk about what is masculinity mm -hmm. let's say discipline plays a big role in that right i mean everything that we think of as masculine you know professional sports or military all of that includes discipline yeah so how do you how do you apply discipline in you know like your daily life and hello up oh, for you how do you apply discipline in your everyday life um setting a routine routines take discipline mm -hmm. and uh it goes back to what we were first talking about you know like having goals and success and growth right takes discipline true um and you you have to have something that you're disciplined about like um like a big thing for me was like you know it's winter season hibernation season but <laughs> It takes yeah. discipline to, to stay in the gym. Look at you. You know, you told me before this, like, you, you're making it to the gym three days a week. That takes discipline. Yeah. So, like, having a routine like that will make you feel better, make you feel successful. Mm -hmm. You have the right mindset there. Yeah, clear your mind, too. Yes. And, and you need that positivity because that positivity will change your outlook. Mm-hmm. You might not get upset in certain situations. Yeah. Because you went to the gym. You were like, hey, I had a goal. I succeeded in that. Yeah. You know, maybe I'm not going to get angry at this person that cut me off in traffic. Right. I'm going to keep my cool because I already blew off some steam at the gym. Yeah. 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 See what you're saying. Yeah. It, it does take a lot to be disciplined. You know, because everybody's like, talk about, oh, you got to be motivated. You got to be motivated. You got to be motivating in this. You got to be motivational here, blah, 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 this and that. But it take, it goes, like you, like you said, in the, it goes beyond motivation. You got the, the discipline. Motivation fades, but discipline stays. That's why I said routine. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a routine person, too. Like, if I have a routine, it, I, I have a slow start when I do my routine. Like, I, I barely make it, and I'm going to the gym, like, once and then I'm like, oh, I like this free time. And then I was like, oh, but I do got to push it. And then it takes me about like maybe like two, maybe two or three weeks. You, you give me like two or three weeks and then I'm back. I'm back on my routine mm -hmm. and then I'm good. And I'm knocking out podcasts. I'm going to the gym to prep for my, my competition. I'm being a great husband. I'm being a great dad. I'm being a great friend. I'm being a great son. I'm just doing a lot of great shit because – I went to my private office in the gym or I, I worked basically like I worked on myself to like, if I really want to do what I want to do, I have to like stick with it, come up with a plan, do it on a daily basis and like do it constantly. Until, Especially if you don't want to do it. That's how you know. <laughs> yeah. No, there'd be some things. There'd be some things I don't, I don't want to do. And I'd be like, man, fuck that. I don't not want to do it, but you have to do it anyway to, to, to bypass that wall or break through that wall. And once you break through that wall, you don't want to do it. Then it slows to become easier and stuff like that. <laughs> but it's kind of challenging too. Yeah. That's why I'm in. I'm, I'm so glad we had football together. You're right. Because, man, like, I mean, that is, like, if I have a son, like, definitely go get in some organized sports. Right. Because you do a lot of shit that you do not want to do. Yeah, and they kind of they push you and stuff. But what you learn from that is discipline. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's really what it is. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and the benefits of it, 
I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, that it is crazy, and you know, I think I think discipline it, it'll definitely take you places if you stay with it and you work on it and you like actually work on it and actually find something that you're passionate about and you know you suck at it or whatever, and you take the time like, man, I want to read a couple of chapters in the book. Okay, what I need to do, that's when you come up with a game plan. Okay, if I can read if I can read a couple of pages every day, like one page every day, to get used to me just looking at a book and reading what I'm reading and understanding what I'm reading, then go from there. And then you each week you start like reading one page, two page, three page, then ten pages and twenty pages, then a chapter. And then eventually you're reading chapters on chapters on chapters in each book and you're like, Oh damn, now I'm now I can I can read for days. Now. Yeah, now I'm just a reader. Yeah, yeah, yeah like <laughs> no, and then that 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 just how it goes. It, it it's a process. It's a process of becoming disciplined. You just don't become you just you just don't become disciplined overnight. overnight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You owe me a coke. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, you don't become disciplined overnight. It takes time and it takes patience and it takes a whole lot of you know failing and failing. And just coming back and doing it again until you get it right. And then once you get it, then you're like, okay, I got a down pack. I mastered this section or what I'm trying to do. And once you master that, that section or whatever you're trying to do, then you can ask something else. Okay, I don't know how to cook. Let me learn how to cook. And you start cooking. You you be trash at the beginning. Then you start being kind of all right. Then you be good. And then you like a fucking... Uh, What's uh, Tony? Fas- I'm about to say Tony Fasetti or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you, uh, what's uh, oh Dave Ramsey? Is it Dave Dave Ramsey? I'm like Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I forgot. I forgot that damn cook. A uh, Hell's Kitchen. You Gordon. Like, yeah, Gordon. I said, why I say Dave? <laughs> no, but you, you, it, it takes. It's a process to become disciplined, and if you work. Through the process and you work on yourself and you understand that it takes time and you're not going to get it off the jump and you do it every day and get and you, you're going to suck at the beginning. Everybody, oh, yeah. You, everybody's going to suck at the beginning. You're not going to be a beast. But if you embrace the suck and you know you suck and you just, okay, I'm just going to do this little by little, get better each and every day, each and every week, each and every month, each and every year. And then eventually you're going to be a master at whatever you're doing or whatever you're passionate about. And then you're like, oh, shit, now I'm, I'm fucking consistent. Now I'm disciplined. Now I'm, I'm confident. I'm positive what I'm doing. And then you just start knocking out a lot of shit that you never done before because you, you took the time to build your discipline. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that is the biggest thing is, like, be prepared to fail. Yeah. Like, that's uh, – like when I start working out again, like I know it's coming up, and I'm gonna have to impl- implement that discipline. Like I already know, it's gonna I'm suck. like I'm I'm not gonna wake up at six a.m. <laughs> I don't want to go outside. Hell no. I don't want to pick up that bar. Hell no. But uh, you know what? Like if you just tell yourself you're gonna have to do it to start your day, it's not a go bad. Like you're yeah. like I'm. I'm not going to be able to lift what I think I'm going to be able to lift. I'm not going to be able to have the endurance I think I'm going to have. Mm-hmm. But if I keep at it, it will come back. It will. Yeah. It definitely will. And then, oh, like, with that's that's the thing. It's like, 
you can't really teach discipline. You just like have to go out and do it. Yeah. That's that's the that's the simplest way to to explain it. You just gotta go out and do it. And if it doesn't work, then find something else that 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 you're passionate about and work on that until you 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 find something that makes you happy and you're passionate about it and then you are willing and able to work on that that passion so you can work on your discipline, your confidence, your consistency, your patience. And everything that you and all the human all, all the human traits all the hu, all the good human traits that you're looking for to be a good a good uh, human being or a good person in general and shit like that. So I just leave it at that. <laughs> hey, well said, man. Well so, said. Yeah. So I think that is it. That is it. We we, we made it. We made good timing. Fifty three minutes. So, okay. So it's not too bad. All know? right. So we can uh, we can go ahead and do the finishers. You want to finish it out with some positive uh, affirmation, affirmation, <laughs> a positive message. There you go. Yeah, um, I, I guess just to Hold cover on. the. Uh, let me put on, let me put on some uh, low right. five low five beats real quick, so it make it set the mood. So you can hit him, oh, hit him, hit him, hit it with that the, rapping with Alan. N- no. <laughs> no, no, no. I told Hector and Josh that my shit was trash. Hey, YouTube that shit. <laughs> my shit was trash. Bars, Gummy bars, balls productions, baby. God. <laughs> that shit, that, <laughs> that shit was trash. But good. Let me see you. Okay, there you go. So, what positive message you got for the people that to do better and be better in life? Whatever you're going through, tell your friend. Have them listen. They'll help you out if they're a real friend. And they don't even have to say anything. Just have them listen. Air it out. Sometimes the answers come to you. And uh, as far as uh, having discipline, keep, keep working at it. Like, if you're not happy with where you're at, go out there and do it anyway. Maybe you'll be surprised tomorrow. Like, what comes? True. Anything else? <laughs> my boy, my boy Drew, man. That's all I got. My boy Drew, appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. Well, damn, this was a good episode, man. You did a good job. You oh, did, you, you was like, oh man, I'm gonna do terrible, but you you did a good job. Now I'm I'm, I'm blessed and I'm honored that you on this episode, and I'm, I'm glad you shared your stories. I'm glad you got a lot of shit off your chest. And this is, this is dope, man. This is dope, and I'm, I'm passionate, and I love what I do for the podcast. Not it's just not just for me; it's for every guest that comes on the podcast and share their story, tell their share their story, tells their tell their story. You know, speak their truth, get a lot of shit off their chest that they have built up, uh, built up neg- negativity, and they just trying to release it. And I'm glad that I get to be that vessel of God. Put me on this path to share this podcast with with, with all of y'all and with all the listeners too. You know, I appreciate y'all, all all the listeners who who took the time. If you made it this far, took the time to listen, and I'm uh, I'm blessed and highly favored that you gave me your ears to listen to the podcast and pushing the podcast to be bigger than what it really is. You know, and yes, thank y'all so much. <laughs> And now, and thank come you. on man podcast brought to you by Carbock Brewing. Hey, 
and fucking focus aid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'm playing. no, but no. We gotta get demonetized. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man. But um, but yeah, but, but, but on a serious note, appreciate y'all listeners taking the time to listen. Thank y'all for loving the podcast and giving y'all feedback and whatever y'all do or whatever y'all feel about the podcast. Whatever, whatever, whatever I'm trying to say. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for sharing. Thank y'all for being here and supporting. And I love each and every one of y'all for being here. But please work on yourself. Please find a person to share any issues that you're dealing with uh, uh, mental health wise or depression wise or just in general, just find seek the help and speak out whatever you whatever you're dealing with because they have people that listen if you have the right friends to listen to you but that's all i got to say just be disciplined be motivated be positive and be just be a good be a good person and we out all right we out we out until then peace love and positivity and we take care